Hello, Steve. Hello, Jill. It's time to game classy. Very good. Yeah, so it's, it, our connection is good this time. Our, it sounds much better this time, so I'm okay. thinking it's going to be fine. Very good. Very uh, good. Yes. So, Steve, um, we have two. Cho- I'm going to give you two choices on what you want to talk about first today on mm-hmm. this episode of Game Classy, game the best worst gaming. I see the best worst gaming podcast out there. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have two choices. We could either talk about. Um, Warhammer Day or whatever that was they called it, the bullshit that they do out in England, where it's just basically come buy our shit at a place that makes it more expensive. Mm-hmm. Or we could talk about um some good old fashioned strike breaking. Or I shouldn't mm. say strike breaking, some good old fashioned Pinkerton. Uh I guess let's start with Pinkertons. I figured you'd want to start with the Pinkertons. Yeah. So I mean, I did, I did. I mean, I don't want to say recently because it was like a couple of years ago, but I did somewhat recently play Red Dead Redemption Two. So, yes. I've I've had my fair share of dealings with the Pinkertons, you know. So, uh, just when you thought that Watsy couldn't put their foot more in their mouth or, or their get head, more egg on their face, more egg on their face, um, put their head way more up their ass, uh, since the D and D debacle, debacle, as I call it. They have decided to uh, basically call out one of the nation's most hated institutions on a player. You you want to take it from here, Steve? Uh, yeah. I mean, the the long and short is this guy got a he essentially got a box of aftermath by mistake. And aftermath um, is so. This is so the, the the whole the whole situation of this is is brought about because of the naming. So Magic recently had a set called March of the Machines. And the March of the Machines is exactly. Uh, and March of the Machine was their like, like I don't know. You actually might even remember, but do you? Because uh, they're they're super old. But do you remember the Phyrexians from Magic? No, I'm. You know, I'm not a, a big Magic player. I I know, but I know you played the. I know you played Magic way back when, and the Phyrexians were there at the start. So like, it might have been something you remembered. Oh, anyway, okay. no. so Phyrexians are the the like, they were the penultimate villain for this. Uh, this arc uh, of mad of the magic storyline. So they released a set called March of the Machine, which was like the final battle between you know various blah blah blahs and the Good versus evil. Uh, sort of the Frexians are the Frexians basically are like the Borg. They're like they're like they're like the actually you know what they're like if you took the Tyranids and the Borg and mushed them together, that's the Frexians. Isn't that like, just the the bad guys from uh, Mass Effect? Um. Uh, I mean, they're they're kind of kind of somewhat same vibe, but the Reapers like the Reapers. turn everyone into a slurry uh, mm. instead of like actually like changing because like the Phyrexians will turn you into like you know the Phyrexians will assimilate you. Ah, okay. uh, the the you know the 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 Reaver or the yeah the the Reapers from Mass Effect just turn you into a slurry, a protein slurry, mm, delicious um, protein slurry, delicious protein slurry. Uh, so anyway, so. They released a set called March of the Machines and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but because this is like a huge story arc thing, they and they, they were like, hey, we're going to do something different with this set. So they decided that they released like a supplemental small follow-up set, which is not something they've done before. But the, it's but the, they named it March of the Machine Aftermath. Ah. So the there's there's a big... There's a big thing on the box that says March of the Machine, but then under that it just says the aftermath. 
So someone clearly accidentally shipped that guy a, bo- a, a box of collector booster boxes for March of the Machine Aftermath when they meant to send him a collector box for March of the Machine because March of the Machine is, you know, released. Aftermath came out or comes out next week. Mm-hmm. So Aftermath is not even out yet. And this, so this happened, what, like two weeks ago, like a, a week or it was about a week ago, I think. Or I don't week, know. A week, it was a week or two ago. So this is like, has no meaning. Yes, this is true. But I mean, we're talking like it's like a month. It's like a month ahead of time, give or take on um, on Aftermath. And this and this guy opened a bo- uh, box of collector boosters on YouTube. Now, first of all, this guy was acting like he didn't know what the fuck he had, which is absolute bullshit. Like he, he his name was like MTG Vintage or some shit. Like he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, so I he think is that's, not. That's, he's that's, not in the right here. Yeah. I, I want to throw that out there. Like he, he I, should I think, not have done it. That's important to to really hit. Is that um, as much as we as much as we hate the big corporate thing. We also know that, like, he should have known better. Right. 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 Or like, he did know better. He did know better. Yeah. He, he knew better than to do this, like, 100%. Now, Watsy definitely did, did a, had, a, had an overreaction because they hired the private detective agency, the fucking Pinkertons, to go after this guy to investigate the. <laughs> the situation they're not um, really called pinkertons anymore i believe that they're called pink water uh no or maybe still... they're still called the pinkertons nope, no, i don't it, know it, it, it is uh, oh um so here's what they're not called anymore detect detective agency okay. okay they they used to be called pinkerton detective agency now the company is literally just called pinkerton yeah yeah uh yeah so like they sent um you know, they set up. They sent a private, private detective firm, like I mean, the private detective firm, uh, after, uh, after this guy. For um, our non-Americans who listen to this podcast, because I know we have a lot, I just want to point out that the Pinkerton Detective Agency (quotation marks) is one of the most hated institutions in American labor. Um, basically, after they stopped being a detective agency. Their whole thing is they basically are just anti-union. Like they're hired to destroy unions from the inside, stop yeah. labor movements from forming, uh, disrupt protests or strikes. They are awful on every level. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not they're not just a big company of private detectives. Uh, no. like they like they try to uh um present themselves as. Yeah, they were they they originally got hired to like spy on union like to be a detective and spy and find out trash about um union leaders and stuff in the 1800s right um they would i think the big one was the um was it the the homestead strikes uh yeah it was like a i i'm i'm a bad union guy um because i can't remember all the the details on it and i'm sure i'd find out i could figure it out on it um I apologize. I'm a casual union fan. Yeah, I'm a casual union fan. Yeah, I think that there was like during the Homestead strike, there was I think it had to do with Carnegie Steel. I'm not 100 percent positive on it, but they sent a ton of agents and they basically disrupted and a bunch of people got killed. As um, as, citizens, as citizens of Chicago, we deeply apologize for the Pinkerton Detection Agency. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not. Oh, I mean, yes, they were founded in Chicago, but they're more of like a. I think they're a D.C. thing now. I think that's where they're uh, operating out of. I'm I think not they're a, actually. Uh, I think they're actually operating out of Michigan now. Oh, is it Michigan? Oh, yeah. Let me. Yep, Ann Arbor, Michigan. 
Hey, hey, yeah. Um, they're they're awful, and no one should like them or want to work for them. Anyway, continue, Steve. I apologize. Yes, they are. They are. They are bad guys. Um, rest assured. Uh, so, um, they so wizards hired him to seize the product from the YouTuber. Um, and so, uh, I guess they, uh, yeah, they, they, they supposedly wizard said that they, they tried to contact the individual in private with no response, uh, which I mean, I believe, cause uh, like I said, this dude knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. So he was probably like, I, I can say people have an intrinsic need to hide when they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no matter what, like, even if it's, even if hiding is the absolute worst idea, uh, you can do like, or, or hiding will make it worse. Like guaranteed. Um, so he probably realized, you know, or not, not realized he was like, as soon as he saw a notice from them, I'm sure he was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like the, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to do. So he just didn't do anything. And then eventually they sent the Pickertons after him. So, I mean, not again, not to say not justifying the, the use of Pickertons, but uh, yeah. So apparently the, you know, the Pickertons like they, they did, they did the Pickerton thing. They said that, you know, that you know, we're, we'll arrest you. You're going to be detained, fined, jailed, blah, blah, blah. You know? And it's just like, and, I've, and like this dude didn't know what, you know, doesn't know what the fuck he's talking. Like, like yes. the, the guy, like uh, if you think you, if you, if you're threatened by the Pinkertons and you don't know you're like, fucking a man people need to learn their fucking rights in this country god i mean seriously if if someone if like a pinkerton agent said like you're gonna get arrested for owning this magic card set i'd just be like fuck you yeah i'd be like get the fuck out of my house you piece of shit yeah for like like get out of my house before i put 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 holes in you now leave um yeah yeah, so like yeah there's there's a whole bunch of like shenanigans but uh yeah so like it was a gross overreaction like i mean also too like You've been like you've been in the media over and over and over about like all these like just high profile face plants you've been doing. Why? Oh, why would you hire the fucking Pinkertons of all things to to do this? Like that is like oof, that that's rough. Also that the also like let's 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 also throw this out there like you you can't do that. Like you can't like as a company you can't go in and like they literally hired this company to steal a legally purchased commercial good from a private citizen. Yeah. Like that is fucked up because like they can't actually do that. Like that that's the whole thing. Like like that's not legal. They literally still. So like this guy probably has a court case against them at this point, I would assume. Um, So we'll, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I I would not say it was legally purchased. It was accidentally sent. He did exchange money for goods. The goods were shipped incorrectly. It was a completely wrong thing on Wizards of the Coast end. If Wizards of the Coast was smart, they would have done two things. They would have done exactly what GW does, where it's like, well, we did an oopsie. We sent out the this thing ahead of time, like what they did with Dante when Dante got spoiled. They mm-hmm. would have been like, you know what? Here's the actual, you know, set, you know, spoil a little bit of it so that they could, like, save a little face. Take the guy and say, hey, look, send us the set back. We're going to send you uh, take on the video, send your set back, and we're going to give you X, Y, and Z. Right. Mm-hmm. That would have, you know what that would have done? Engendered goodwill towards a company. It wouldn't have cost them anything. And it would have been fine. 
like they didn't they probably didn't contact they if they contacted him they probably were like you better give this back you little piece of shit otherwise we're gonna uh send the picker to Tiffany. <laughs> yeah well no i'm sure i mean i'm sure if they're if they're if their escalation response was to go to you know the pickertons i'm sure there was a they probably did not uh phrase their initial in a little uh initial emails or initial contacts in a little uh friendly manner you know yeah well and actually and i was reading up in 2017 they actually sent out the pinkertons beforehand but that was when something was actually stolen now that is a diff- that is a completely different scenario yeah yeah, uh, the, that, that, yeah, that's a completely different scenario. So, like, we're gonna not, you know, that that one that sounds like, you know, okay, like that that sounds like fair play, so so to speak. Yeah, I mean, um, but and but here's the thing that sucks overall, Steve. Here's the thing that sucks overall is right. that they're still gonna print money from printing magic cards. People are still gonna play magic. People are still gonna play D and D, and there's not gonna be any sort of repercussion for Wizards of the Coast whatsoever. Uh, I mean, there'll be repercussions on social media. There's lots of Pinkerton shit posting. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. No, it'll be gone. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like when people say like they got lambasted on on the social media, that means nothing. That means nothing to a corporation. They don't care. I mean, like if like here's here's the thing. Let let let's throw. Let, I'll just throw this out there. Like it's not quite the same, but like this is why I always laugh at people when they say like cancel culture exists. It's like you can't cancel people. It's literally impossible. Like. Yeah. The, the the only way like someone can quote unquote be canceled is when they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like there's the, like you can look at every shit bag out there, everyone you think, every social media personality who did some bullshit, and you're like, oh no, fuck that guy is a huge piece of shit, like blah, blah, blah. You cannot cancel them. You you cannot. I mean, look at like like Poop Pie for a perfect example. Like that guy, uh, that guy uh used slurs on stream. And was quote unquote canceled. Uh, he's currently sitting at 111 million subscribers on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The dude was just so canceled. Yeah. So so yeah, you can't cancel people. Like a fucking pro Jared. He was grooming that uh, underage fan or whatever. Or, or that might that may or may not be accurate. I don't know. I've heard so many conflicting things about that. But I like, don't know whatever you're talking about. All I know, all, he's another YouTuber, and I've seen his penis un- unwillingly. So, yeah. um. The, so like yeah so like but like that so that's like basically like a whole bunch of shit came out with that guy there was a bunch of you know drama slash maybe actually uh true not true i don't fucking know whatever he was also quote unquote canceled sitting plenty 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 of uh money subscribers on youtube like that's it you can't cancel people you can't cancel you and you like you can't even cancel people like if you think you can't like if you can't cancel people do you really think you have a shot against the corporation yeah like get out of here like it's impossible you can't do it like like the worst case scenario is they'll be like oops sorry or or it'll be like facebook where they're like which is like hey uh we did this society destroying thing that's going to have repercussions until the end of humanity whoopsie all right well you're fined oh okay it's a huge fine 300 million oh okay to like to facebook that's like that's like that's like if I find Joe his uh uh spare change in his po- uh, in his uh couch. Ooh, my couch. I don't there's probably a lot of spare change in my couch actually. Well, I'm going to find you for it. Now, oh, how is that no. gonna, how is that going to impact your life? Well, since I have children that spare change will be covered in Cheetos and milk. 
<laughs> so there you go. So so I guess in the end, it's impacting your life in a positive way because I'm getting rid of garbage and possible biohazards from your house. Yeah. Well, the biohazards are actually my children. So uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 very stupid. They all they did was make themselves look bad on yet another thing that they've done wrong. Yeah, it's like, man, they are just taking L's left and right. Yeah. Um, so th- there's there is that. So just remember that next time you're buying your Dungeons and Dragons book or your Magic the Gathering cards, uh it is uh, you are funding a basically a, a organization that funds another terrorist organization, a completely legal terrorist organization, but a terror organization. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if this guy knew his rights, like when the Pinkertons came, like he would have filmed it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. However, the Pinkertons probably would have just bombed his house in all honesty because they're an awful organization. Uh, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what anyway, let's get to some positive news, shall we? Let's go. Um, maybe I should save this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a a small thing before we actually go into the Warhammer Fest. Mm. Uh, so on the uh Discord, someone mentioned that uh there is a new Warzone Kickstarter coming out. Yeah, <laughs> Warzone. Eternally renewed. Eternally renewed. Now, when I saw this Warzone Eternal, I was I think it's done by the same people who did the first one. I remember going like, oh shit, another Warzone Kickstarter. But then you know what I found out? You know who's doing the minis for it? Who? Uh Titanforge. Oh, really? Yeah. All and right, you, well, know, you know the minis, the minis are gonna look good then. <laughs> the minis look amazing actually they are a really good mix of the that first edition chunky hero hammer style mm-hmm. and titan forges style which is you know like a bigger sculpt to it so i know nothing about the game um however the minis look amazing so keep that in mind and the and the kickstarter is successful just throw that out there too well of course it's going to be successful it's Warzone. it keeps getting <laughs> no the last one didn't the last one wasn't successful the last one wasn't successful no they, they didn't didn't happen oh this I don't... Is, uh okay so okay so this is not a different company it's this the same is a company yeah, yeah this is a this is a redux this is their second attempt at Warzone. oh okay. i see i see now so that's so that's what this is so this is the same company resnova so this was okay. So this is this is the this is the same company that that did the previous Warzone. That okay, Warzone Eternal, Warzone Eternal, same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the 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 original version was not very successful, uh, and yeah, actually, you just look the the minis are so much better this time around. And I remember, uh, I want to say that when we talked about this last time last year. We were we actually liked the minis a little bit. I remember because they they they, they, they weren't said, bad. They, they looked they a lot like the second and the the first edition of very retro. Yeah, very retro. Yes. So like they weren't bad. They were just very retro looking. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. It looks like they like it looks like they've just redone this from the the ground up. Uh, although I I will I, I, an interesting note they they don't seem to have the bad guys. Uh, in in this in this Kickstarter the the dark uh whatever uh, they're called. The Necron, they're not Necrons. No, the, no, they're like the Legionnaires? dark Legionnaires. Legion, I don't know. They're they're like the, you know they're dark the chaos. Legi- dark they're the chaos stand in. The chaos stand. They're the chaos. I mean, that's what they are. 
Yeah, no, I, I know what you're meaning. I know. Yeah, what you're I mean, talking well, this about. game was this game was this game this game was a 40k ripoff, wasn't it? Yeah, a complete 40k ripoff. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, it's don't get me wrong, it's cool. It's a good ripoff, but uh, I didn't think, or maybe they I do. Know, I don't know if you'd call it a 40k ripoff because I don't think 40k was popular enough to be ripped off. Mm. Um, but it's definitely um, it, it's definitely inspired by the same things that inspired 40k. Let's put it yeah. that way. Oh, oh, my bad. They do have they do have the uh, the legionnaires. They're they were an unlock, so they're they're really far down on the Kickstarter page. Oh yeah, dark dark legion is what they were called. Dark dark legion. legion. Yeah, so they do have those guys. They're just they're very very far down on the Kickstarter page um, because they were unlocked uh, as an add on. Yeah, uh, but the the prices are really good. Um, most of the most of the units are like 30 35 bucks which is you know that's a good that's you know what that's that's early 2000s gw unit pricing i mean for five guys that's about right nowadays <laughs> christ um and yeah i mean it looks cool i, I mean i like it i mean that I, was I, wasn't that one of the comments on on the discord where it's like um Oh, the, what killed Warhammer Fantasy? What, what killed Warhammer Fantasy? Um, how about how about sixty bucks for half a unit? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not wrong. That like I said, the the size of fans, the the size of fantasy armies is what led to that game dying. Like no yeah. question, because it, it was just it was just too big. It was too much. Like that is where it got to the point where it was so expensive. Like a basic arm. Like we've we've talked about it all the time. Or like I mean, we talk about cost all the time. Like this is a luxury hobby. You know, so like obviously, you're, you know, people are going to complain about the price and buy it anyway because it's a fucking luxury item. Like, mm -hmm. if you're not, like, you're never going to complain about the price of a Warhammer model if you can't afford Warhammer models. Yeah. Right? So, it's, like, it's, it's the same in any like hobby, really. Like, you have, right. You have, people I know we're into fly fishing, complain about the price of flies, you know? Yeah. Well, fly uh, fishing is, I, goddamn, dude. You think Warhammer's expensive? Fishing. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, but anyway, so like we've I've talked about this before, but there's like the concepts of cheap, expensive, and then like <clears throat> if a game has expensive armies, like you know, example, Age of Sigmar. Age of Sigmar has, I would argue, Age of Sigmar has an army that would fit any budget. Like there's you know, re like you know, uh, Stormcast. There are small, you know, few figures. So that's you know that's that's bang for your buck there. Several others, but like you could have an absolutely gigantic night goblin army, and that army is going to be way 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 more expensive than a stormcast army, obviously, because you need to buy a lot more to field it. The problem is, is Warhammer Fantasy turned into a horde army was the default. So horde army pricing has historically always been way higher because it's a fucking horde. You're buying double, triple, quadruple the amount of boxes that other players are getting even when you're getting more figures you still just need way more yep. uh boxes so that became the standard for fantasy where every army was equivalent to a horde army so like uh yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay you know a grand to just field a basic empire army yeah yeah you're you're absolutely correct and it was it would probably be about a grand nowadays army in nowadays prices for sure yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's not not cool. <laughs> yeah. The so yeah the the idea of cheap expensive for sure. The only problem with games that are cheaper, like let's say this new Warzone, is that you got to find someone to play with. That's the thing. Um. So that 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 becomes that, a difficult part. That, that's why I, that's why I'm a huge fan of simple games because if you have it all, you can just have someone over to play, and you can just teach them how to play it, and it's not going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, that's why I, yeah. one of the reasons I love the Duke 
anyone can play the Duke. If you if you can play checkers, you can play the Duke. Oh wow, you haven't have, you haven't mentioned the Duke on the cast. I remember the Duke from God twenty years ago. The game's great. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Do you have your? Uh, they always have those weird little expansions where I'm like, here's your expansion for Robin Hood. Oh yeah, they the they. They did. They did kind of. They they kind of stopped doing that. What they what they did is they they just do like uh, they just do all inclusive boxes now. Oh, so okay. they made the they made the base boxes just bigger, and it just has the con like the contents of expansions. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, anyway, I don't. Know, I I guess they they if the new versions might still have expansions, but I have the uh, I have the King's Edition or whatever, which is, uh, it's got you know it's the original plus the King Arthur stuff. The King Arthur. That's what it is. King Arthur. King oh. Arthur. No, there's also a Robin Hood expansion too. Oh, is there? Okay, so I wasn't yeah. wrong on that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, the cool thing is those you can actually take your set of Duke tiles and play against a different set's Duke tiles, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so you can have like the Ron, the Ronin, the there. I think they. I don't know if they hit the the stretch goal to do the Ronin, the Ronin set. But so you, uh, if they do do the Ronin set, you can have the you know Samurai versus uh, King Arthur, which is kind of cool. But can you make slightly racist um, accents while doing the Ronin stuff? I mean, I think anyone can do that at any time. Okay. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's certainly, uh, you know, within anyone's power. I, I don't think you should do that, but you certainly could. You think you won this time, Gaijin? <laughs> uh, call me Shogun. <laughs> However, the Shogun seems to have won. Dice roll. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, the, yeah, the Duke, <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's, fan. uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't necessarily say back Warzone eternal, but I, the, the minis look great. Cause yeah, I, the minis look, look sweet. Go for it. I absolutely adore Titan Forge's minis. I, I think, I think the game will be simple enough. That it'll probably be an easy one to play. Like, even if you have a couple forces, just, you know, have a buddy over beer pretzels, play, uh, play some Warzone. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it should work. <laughs> But I mean, it's just it's it's funny to me because I was just like, what? Is the, why are they doing this again? And I was like, oh, Titan Forge did the minis because I'm a uh, I'm an absolute ad I absolutely adore Titan Forge's uh, Kickstarter, not Kickstarter, Patreons. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're fantastic sets. Um, and one of the best things is they're they're like Titans of Adventure, which is their D and D kind of packs that they have with every month. Oh, you've you, mentioned that before, yeah. Where you get like three or four figures. They're usually it's just like a standard D and D class and race, uh, you know. And they just they've been doing it for years at this point. So there's probably about a hundred of them that you could just pick from. They're all nice big sculpts that look nice or sculpted nice and fit the um, the aesthetic. And they also have lately been switching out that you could switch out weapons with them. However, I'm not a WYSIWYG player for D&D, &D, so if your, you know, uh, half-elf bard has a longsword and the figure does not, I'm not going to cry about it. Man, I couldn't imagine how bad it would be to try and play with someone who's a WYSIWYG D&D &D player. I mean, you are absolutely right. That would just be miserable. Yeah, at any that, level. that would be, like, unbelievably bad. Yes, I, I should send you um their latest stuff for the month because they did some Stormcast stuff that looks pretty fun. Ooh, Stormcasty stuff. I don't know what they called it, but I'll I'll yes. uh, I'll I'll shoot it to you after the cast, or maybe I'll Ooh. put it up on the on the on the, oh, the Discord printing one. Yeah, on the Discord. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's talk about uh Warhammer uh Warhammer Fest, Warhammer. Yeah, where uh, they had the where they had East. the Golden Demon. Yes. So they did Warhammer Fest happened, and from everything I hear, it was either amazing or it was the worst piece of shit on the planet. 
yeah, it, it does not. There does not seem to be a consensus on this one. So we used to do games days here in Chicago all the time, every year. Mm-hmm. And games day was always there was uh, reservation tables where you would go and play on very specifically made tables. Mm-hmm. There was usually a tournament, like a grand tournament, going on. I think that was like the main thing is that it was it was people would go for the grand tournament and they would go for Golden Demon, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So they would do both of those, and the grand tournaments were always terribly run, if I remember correctly. No one ever liked the grand tournaments that were done at uh at Games Day. They were just um, really pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's why you'd have stuff like Adepticon happen because they were like, we're just gonna run our own tournament with blackjack and hookers, and it was always a thousand times better than <laughs> you would do, which sure. is ironic because it was always GW people who would run. Adepticon or <laughs> Vegas Open or any of those, they're all ex-GW employees or current GW employees who are like, we're just going to do a better tournament. Yes. So the, the that's essentially what happened in the UK for Warhammer Fest. It was like, we're going to do a Golden Demon. We're going to do a tournament, a poorly run tournament. That's at least what I heard from people. And we're going to do a bunch of previews. And mm-hmm. they did release a bunch of previews. They certainly did. A bunch um, of exciting previews, mind you. What's that? I said a bunch of exciting previews. You think you. they're exciting? I did not. I thought they they were relatively bland. Oh man, no, I'm I'm hyped. You're hyped. I'm hyped. So, so yeah, they they did a bunch of stuff for you know the the new 40k stuff. Yeah, you know, oh here's here's what the the box set's gonna be. It's gonna here's all the new Tyranid stuff. Um, they they previewed a bunch of that stuff. They what what the the Tyranid stuff looks fine. I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's bad. It just looks like Tyranid stuff. It's nothing mm. special to me. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. I'm still thinking of I'm still thinking of the 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 previous fest, the one the the one where they revealed the uh, the 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 giant Gore Grunta, the one from April. I'm still thinking of that one. Oh okay, yeah, they did the uh, the one from Adepticon. Yes, yeah, I I I I apologize. The previews at Adepticon were great. The previews at the uh, UK one were eh. Yeah, I, I mean that's well, no, they did the Gorgonta at UK. That's Was where they it? did that one. Yeah, at the UK one. I know it all kind of blends in together after a while. Eh. Uh, yeah, they this was mostly all about 40k, which I understand. That's their new big release. They're, they 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 showed off all the stuff that's going to be in the in the box set for the Tyranids, for the Space Marines. They're really weird about the new Terminators because they're like, hey, these are old school Terminators, but everything's moving to Primaris. But Primaris can go in these old school Terminator outfits, and people are like, why, how, what? And they're like, magic. <laughs> and then the Pinkertons came and and, and beat up someone. <laughs> So that's that's what they released there. They they showed off what's going to be in the Leviathan uh, uh, box set, which is I think funny is that they're doing this big thing for the Dark Angels, right? Like the Dark Angels are getting Lionel Johnson back. They're doing all this stuff, but yet the box set all Ultramarines. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, if it, well, if you're gonna, I mean, if you're gonna do it, I, I, so obviously, yeah, the Ultramarines, the poster boys, or whatever. But I will say, if you're gonna do Tyranids as the Xenos, it really would feel weird to do Dark Angels versus Tyranids. That's you know odd... why they're doing Ultramarines and Tyranids? Ooh, because it's the classic matchup, right? No. Oh, you got to I'm right ready. I oh, a... Space Marine Two. Space Marine Two. Good guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's what sense. I'm assuming is that people are gonna play Space Marine Two, and they're gonna be like, "This is awesome." Can I find these in toy form? And then they're going to type in, you know, Space Marine toy, and then the box set will come up, and they'll be like, Bleh! 
And then they're uh, going to get the box and they're going to like, I have to assemble this with my hands like a baby. <laughs> it's like a baby's toy. A baby's toy. They're not even painted. <laughs> Do I have to paint these while they're on the sprues? Oh, man. So <laughs> I, I just like, I think back to like, I'm going to get a pair of nail clippers to clip these off the sprue. <laughs> <laughs> one of my mom's emery boards that she uses to do her nails <laughs> and then i'm gonna get i'm gonna buy some crackling glue from uh from what is it uh uh walgreens <laughs> you know i'm gonna buy one of those little tubes of, of super glue that have the little screw on tip god it, i hate that i hate how true this is yeah it, it, it's and then they put me. it they put it all together, and then because that glue sucks so bad that it's like you see all of that white frosting all on the joint, the joints. Ugh. And then what they're gonna do is they're gonna paint using apple barrel paints directly onto the model <laughs> with no primer or nothing like that. And then they're gonna get mad that it doesn't look good. So there's that. Mm. I just described everybody's first hobby experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luck, luckily mine 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 was not like that. I I was I was already a uh a somewhat experienced modeler, which is why I was interested in Warhammer in the first place anyway. No, I I I practiced a little bit on some Battlemaster stuff, but mostly I my first army was was Wood Elves. So Yeah, was your was your your first so like I mean that that's that's interesting cuz like my my first hobby was was nothing to do with games. It was just mo you know regular ass model kits. My first hobby was suppressing everything nerdy about myself because it came from a part of Chicago where if you liked anything nerdy, you'd get beat up. Uh, sorry, I meant hobby as in like, you know, uh, what I wanted to do, not what I had to do. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't allowed to do anything I wanted to do. So oh, very uh, good. <laughs> I had to hide in the basement. No, it was <laughs> I never really did. Uh, so I, I did some models, but nothing too, too crazy. OK, yeah, I was I did. I did tons of I was super into models and I'd already and and I, I didn't get blown out thinking I had to use. uh uh the model car the testers model car paint on minis because i was getting into vinyl model kits and they required primer and you couldn't use the testers paint so i already was used to ac acrylic as well oh, so i didn't have that horrifying uh thing where the kid brings in his figure that has like no primer on it and has just been painted well quote unquote painted with that testers glossy like chrome paint Woo! <laughs> Well, I, I you couldn't do it because once you opened up that testers and you cl reclosed it, the entire bottle would be um, welded shut. That's true. You only get one chance. <laughs> you, you get, get one, one shot. You get one shot with your <laughs> with your testers paint because otherwise, it's like you have to get a pair of two pairs of plumber vice grips to basically wrench that thing open again without shattering the bottle. God, how is testers still in business? Um, knee sweaty, arm spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> um all right all right all right so then they um other oh, some other stuff that they previewed new executioners for uh weird hollow the shade spire which i'm still calling it shade spire those yes. models are actually pretty cool looking i like those quite a yeah, bit yeah they are sweet yeah i you know i like a lot of the stuff that they do with the new undead in age of sigmar <laughs> yeah. i think it's very very simple and very very effective yeah it's very cool i just think i think that the the design of I'm a really big a, fan. A lot of the well, okay, except for the Bone Reapers, because I don't like the Bone Reapers, and I think I've been on record saying I don't like the Bone Reapers. Yes, uh, you you have been on record saying you don't like the Bone Reapers. I think they look too cartoony, but I like that a lot of the, like the. I, see, I like that about them. <laughs> well, I just, like the, they just they they really make me feel that he like we've said it before, but that like factions like the Bone Reapers really really 
give me the He-Man vibes like we've talked about. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just think I just don't like the sculpts. That's that's the the difference. Mm. And it's and it's mainly just a aesthetic thing. Man, but, I really I think they're I really really like their giant like alligator like oh. war machine thing with the the fucking spike hands. Yes. Yeah, that's um, cool. I just think that the the ghosts and a lot of that stuff that they've done and the um the of oh, the, the night hunt the night hunt are incredible they're, yeah, the they're night so hunt good. and the vampires all look really dynamic they look really well done um they look very unique so that's why i really absolutely adore them mm-hmm. yeah right. no, i feel it all right i'm gonna end it here and then we'll come back in just a second all right all right so yes we're next thing up uh was the uh what was the oh the cities of Sigmar stuff. I was thinking that they were gonna do a big cities of Sigmar like like preview. I thought that was like gonna be the next big preview that they were gonna do. Oh, they're they're so drip feeding the cities of Sigmar. I yeah they so they were they showed the knights which they called something you know I think cavaliers or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. They're like the 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 palad the paladiers of crustacea or something. <laughs> like that. I don't know. They they look really cool. I like them a lot. They they look just like. Reichsguard models is what they look like. Yeah, which yeah. which I which I like. I like that. Yeah, so that's I, a compliment. <laughs> I thought that they were gonna be, um, showing about how they can use them in both Age of Sigmar and Old World, but they didn't do that. Mm. They, there was no other major releases, but I think, I you know what they kind of really look like though. They look like models from Conquest. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they do. I think that they're very very Conquest. Kind of like yeah, dark they, fantasy. Yeah, that makes which, sense. Which is not saying much. I mean, dark fantasy is all over the place nowadays. It's, it's oh sure. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I would not like it's it's like it's not a direct inspiration. It's a it's a genre, it's a genre take. Yeah. So the, yeah, dark fantasy is anything that pretty much comes out of uh dark souls or whatever they're they're calling that genre. Uh, I think so, it's I think it I think it is called dark fantasy. Is it just dark fantasy? Okay. Yeah. You would know more than I would because I don't play those video games. Mm-hmm. Um like soul blood soul games that's <laughs> uh yeah they, that they the, the the collective nomenclature for that is souls born souls born okay yes because it's because it's the dark soul series plus the bloodborne game why don't they call dark blood series that sounds better than souls born whoever came up with that is an idiot i i don't know dude i don't, i hate i actually hate the term souls born yeah, I, I actually I can't I can't stand it. Like it's like it's like is the game Dark Souls? Okay, it's Dark Souls. Is the game Bloodborne? Okay, it's Bloodborne. Like like they're not like yeah, they're all made by FromSoft and they're somewhat similar, but like fucking a, they're not. It's not just an amalgam. But I don't know. Pe- people want to link fucking everything to everything now. And that's, yeah, you got to have a franchise, Steve. You got to have yes. a franchise. Yeah, it's got well, no, it can't. No, it's it's like more than a fucking franchise at this point. It's like you got to have some sort of like amorphous fucking blob of you know every media every media has to be it has to be uh people uh, need something which to define their lives and their existence by is basically what it is it's like like okay fine it's like like, that's not even the 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 the, my my thing my thing is it's like not every fucking thing has to be connected and that like change has like rotted people's fucking brains yeah, uh, I mean, everything. No, what it is more than anything is that people need to have something that defines their existence because their jobs are just work a day. 
you know, they don't find fulfillment in their, you know, fantasy, in a family fantasy. <laughs> but you have to like say like, I am a Star Wars fan. And they define their existence by being a Star Wars fan or a Marvel fan or a sports fan. It's just, it's like how they define who they are. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's like, that's why it's like, they have to have blood born in a dark blood, dark uh, souls born. You have to have souls born. It's like, I define who I am by the souls born. So I'm going to buy the resin statues. I'm going to uh, have the mini game on my bookshelf. I know I'm calling out a lot of our listeners on this. And if this is you <laughs> re-examine a tiny bit of what you're doing, but it, it's, it's not worth branding your life with a brand. Unless it's your own brand, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. The, uh, the game classy brand, two fingers. Well, that's our that's our brand. That's not that's, their brand. That's our brand. Yeah, that's our brand is worthless. <laughs> hey, all brands should be worthless. Yes, <laughs> all brands should be worthless. Yes, but anyway, getting back to the uh, the figures, they do look pretty good. I I really like the sculpts. I think that they're uh, uh, I like the size. I like that. I like the chunkiness. I like that there are actually horses now in Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Um, which has all been which I think is great. I think that's great. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Cities of Sigmar. It's probably a faction I'll end up picking up some stuff for. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially if you could reuse it in Old World. Yes. Yeah, but let's, sure. yeah, let's just talk about Old World. They, uh, I thought for sure that Fest this year was going to be um, an announcement on Old World. Like, I would agree if, if not for the, you know, the fact that 40K. The 40K stuff just got dropped. I agree. Yeah. Um, So they, they finally showed two new figures specifically for old world oh yes they, they did uh, yes and and steve is is orgasming because they did show a tomb king uh a tomb king tomb king yes. um and it looks like a tomb king it looks fantastic <laughs> it looks like a tomb king yes <laughs> which is which is exactly what it should look like. Um, and they uh, uh, they released a Bretonian on foot, which is completely counter to everything that Bretonians we have known. And I like how they backtrack it. Like, there used to be a Bretonian virtue where you could take a knight on foot and he could lead the peasants. This one obscure thing from the 6th edition book that only Joe remembers because he's still holding on to a 6th edition books with his dear life. Hey, I remember that too because that was how, that was how you had to use a Bretonian lord in um, the Corridors of Corn Rules. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because you couldn't have it because you couldn't be mounted. Uh, no, no mounts allowed in the corridors of corn. No mounts allowed. Yeah. So I there do, you go. <laughs> uh, I, I I do like that you pulled that into an even more obscure game. <laughs> uh, God, I hated corridors of corn. I hated because no one knew how to run corridors of corn. You never I let knew the how players to run win. It. I knew how to run it. Damn I know. It. <laughs> uh, but you'd like you you would. Only people who knew how to run it should have run it because people who don't know how to run it would lose immediately and then the person would win the game. And it's like, stop letting people win. Um, it's true. It's true. So anyway, I, I was more interested in what they talked about with Old World. So some of the things that they said that I found were interesting is they are re-releasing the old kits, like I said. But they yep, said yeah, they were they making said- some new kits. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see on that one. We'll we'll see how much are the new kids. Like because we know that they're going to be releasing armies for um, Kislev. We yes. know that they're going to be doing. Uh, what was the other one that they said they're doing? Nippon? No, not Nippon. Yep. Um, 
Cathay. Cathay. The other non-distinct Asian culture, because they finally want to break into China is what they're trying to do. Like they they released the Tao so that they get into the Japanese market. And now they're releasing Cathay to get into the Chinese market. <laughs> remember, remember Games Day Japan? Wow. Yeah, I do, actually. It was like a really like they only did that a couple years. Yeah. There was some nice stuff that came out of there. There but was. Anyway. Yeah. The, the, I'm actually kind of surprised by the, the, the Warhammer scene in Japan. It's kind of strong. Is it? Well, it is. It really is. It's kind of strong. Uh, uh, the Japanese, they play smaller games. Japanese love toys. This is true. They loved, and they especially loved model kits. Also true. And you know what they love? Being stereotyped by a white guy sitting in his basement. Um, uh, I mean, it's not a stereotype. It's their market. It literally is. <laughs> so they're they're re-releasing the old kits. They're, which means they're re-releasing all of the old uh, Tomb Kings. Yeah, so, I think that I think they're going to re-release. I think they're going to go targeted. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, this is my, this is just my pure fucking speculation. Uh, is that I think they're going to do like updated. So like Tomb Kings, I'll use Tomb Kings for example. They're they're skeleton warriors. They're going to do a new. They're going to do an updated sculpt for the skeleton warriors. Uh, they'll just re-release the old Tomb Guard because the old Tomb Guard had 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 a very had a recent sculpt. The sepulchral stalkers, the the snake dudes, they'll just re-release those boxes. Yeah, they they may. So in my head. Anything that was like a resin uh, unit is probably going to get an update. Yeah, plastic for sure. Plastic. So like the the Upshapti will probably get a plastic kit. Maybe. Oh man, that 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 could be that could be, yeah no that's probably like that 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 would be an incredible kit. It'd be really good. Hopefully they make them good this time because they've never been good. <laughs> no, and they're really cool looking too. Amazing they've looking never models. Been good. Never been good in the game. <laughs> no, you're correct on that. So the yeah they 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 are releasing a bunch of uh uh they they that's what they said they're doing a bunch of new kits a bunch of, and a bunch of old kits and some new kits mm -hmm. I'm assuming most of the Bretonian army is going to be re released because those models are actually fairly good still yeah I, with the know, exception of maybe well all the some of the metals need to get re released like the yeah they would need to fix their metals because there's a lot of metals like the grail knights the questing knights they used to have a shit ton of metal cav what i'm assuming they'll do maybe is what they should do okay let me spe do some speculation on what they should do they should just release the the plastic bretonian kit with a sprue upgrade for questing knights and it's or not questing with yeah with questing knights yeah and grail knights and grail knights mm -hmm. yeah no that would work. So they'll they'll do like just like a one sprue kind of addition that you could kind of just upgrade your figures to so now they can have a great weapon and a goofy backpack sure know? yeah i could see it yeah so that's that's what i'm hearing and they also said which i thought was interesting is that all of your eighth edition armies will still be good so that shocks me in in two ways one, they think that people still have eighth edition armies uh, that they didn't burn on YouTube to uh, <laughs> protest. I, I think they, I think they meant, I think they meant factions. I don't think they, I, I don't think they're. I think they were implying factions, not nope. uh, literal eighth edition armies. I, the way that they said it, yeah, I, yes, I think they, they, I think what it means is builds. So, like, you have built your eighth edition army. All of the figures that you use to build your eighth edition army will still be good. Is what I'm hearing in my head. Right. And, yeah. And if you like, you like, you had a lizardman army, and you're like, wow, will the lizardmen even be in old world? Like, that's a legit question because they they've said nothing about lizardmen. You know. Yeah. 
this confirms that hey lizard men will be usable in old world yeah so well I, what i'm hearing it is is that well i have my um my tomb king's army and it has a war sphinx in it will the war sphinx still be good yes the war sphinx will still be good that's what also I'm that, in my that, head. that 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 too yeah so that that's what i heard in my head when it was going on was that so I built my 8th edition army. All of those units that were in 8th edition fantasy will be in the old world. Which doesn't make sense because I believe in the time that the old world is taking place, they didn't, Empire didn't even have a steam tank. I, I'm guessing no, that they're I'm guessing know. that they are going to do that though. Yeah. I think they are going to not have steam tanks for the empire and they're not going to have like the end like obviously like they're not going to have the end time stuff in old world. No. Well, I so there's there's Two factions that I'm wondering if they're going to bring into the old world. One, I have a, I would probably say it's a 75% percent chance of making into the old world, and that's Chaos Dwarves. Okay, that was something I didn't think about. Did Chaos Dwarves have official rules in 8th edition? Yes, they had them. Well, depends on your term, 8th edition, and rules, because they did have um, an army list through Forge World and okay. Tamarind. Yes, they then they did. That That counts. That counts. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then, yeah, there's going to be a Chaos, there's going to be chaos Dwarves in, in Old World. I, but I don't know how much they take that as like a legit army for eighth edition. You got to remember, like, there's some British guy going, no, mate, that was Forge World. It's not an official James workshop <laughs> on me. No, I, I, they're, they're, I, I don't think they're going to be uh, foolish enough to ignore uh, the popularity of Chaos Dwarves. Well, plus. I saw, I saw the new Chaos Dwarf army and I'm rather chuffed at the way they look. Plus, you know what else they probably don't want to ignore? Hmm. The dollars they can get from releasing a plastic Chaos Dwarves army. Yeah, here's my thing is they would do it because they have total war. Yeah, exactly. Like, total war has cast dwarves. Cast dwarves are a very popular army for total war, apparently. Yeah, they are. I, I don't know. Um, but yes, they are that's where they didn't get the money. But one thing I didn't we haven't mentioned yet about the Tomb King's figure, and I don't know if you can pull it up, is that it looks like it has a giant golden penis. Uh oh, shit, I gotta see this now. I got. I got to pull this. Once up you see it, you're going to be like, "Holy shit! That Tomb King has a giant golden penis." I mean, that this sounds. This. This. this you're, I mean, it has a ball sack and it has a a skull head. You're not. Uh, you're not being negative about this, right? You're. you're no, no, no. I'm. I'm just saying that if upside, if all the Tomb Kings have giant golden phalluses, I would call. Oh, my I army, see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would say that the. I would call my my Tomb Kings the army of the golden phallus. And have them go into battle like that. <laughs> into battle. And here's uh, the other thing: Why are you fielding a? Why would they release a tomb king that's on foot? Why would you not have a tomb king on a giant chariot? Uh, I've used I've used my tomb king on foot before. There, there's yeah. there's although actually let me take that back. Uh, the on foot model I used as tomb princes generally. Yes. Uh, yes. So that, that it's probably is a tomb prince. I don't know. His name could be like a Naxunami. No, it, it could be either because because to, uh, tomb kings <laughs> there's. Because some tomb kings, uh, the reason that the reason like the, the lore reason the on foot thing is because some tomb kings like to chill with their tomb guard, yeah, or their archers. Yeah, I think they should also for tomb kings make sure that they do a plastic bone giant because everyone likes saying bone giant. Yes, I mean it's likely they'll do a plastic bone giant, especially because the total war added different variants of that fucker, which are so fucking cool. Um, it would be an easy. Um, uh, an I'm easy Steve. Games Workshop released a bunch of variants inside of a white dwarf article. You were allowed to take a bone giant with two hand weapons, with a great weapon, or with a bow. Oh, you're correct. Those were tournament legal, but they did not release models for those. No, they never did. 
um you so, always said to to uh mod them out yourself yeah though no, this 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 is one they could actually do with you know actual sculpted support i i love i love the bone giant model it's one of my favorite models that's a great model yes it's it's I just had three it's it's just and they're they're useless but they're so cool looking uh um, they they were actually uh in sixth edition funnily enough there was they they actually let me beat one of the best armies in the game which yeah. was zinch demons because very specifically a bone giant had weapon skill three so bone giants so let's i'm gonna get fucking deep deep dive nerdy so bone giants ability in sixth edition warhammer fantasy was every attack they did a wound with they got to get they, they generated more attacks so you know if you you know if you do 10 wounds you get 10 more attacks and they they kept it kept rolling but the problem is is the bone giant's weapon skill was three so in most cases you needed fours to hit like tons of shit or maybe even fives so like the problem is the bone giant would miss a lot of its attacks so it wouldn't actually end up generating a shit ton of attacks but zinch demons their infantry had a weapon skill of two which means the bone giant hits them on threes and then wounds them on twos which means you generate an absolute metric fuck ton of attacks so the tomb kings had this very specific rock to the zinch demon army's scissors uh and it actually let me beat one of the best local players with the zinch demon army because my bone giants crushed the shit out of his uh horrors well there you go that is deep dive nerdy there you go so i went deep, super deep dive nerdy into that one more six edition lore <laughs> so okay so that's old world i, I i'm i'm cautiously optimistic they did say that oh we, we didn't talk about base size increase which is what they talked about they did yes. confirm that it is every base is bigger did we, did we talk we did talk about this before we did talk yeah. about this last cast that they're yeah. they're increasing base size for some of the figures uh for, um, we just assumed that it's it's the 20 mils are getting boosted to 25s but the 25s might get boosted to some other size like 30 they are every every they said every base size is getting bigger now that just sounds like bullshit to me. It sounds like some Pinkerton bullshit to me. I, I'm telling you, it's because they're 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 setting it up so you can cross pollinate your Age of Sigmar uh, armies. I'm uh, I am a uh, uh, I refuse to update my bases. Hello, <laughs> who's there, Pinkerton agency? You have to update your bases. Oh no! <laughs> Hello, this is Dog. This is dog. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the ass. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the ass. Um, so the uh, some other things I, I wanted to talk about from there is probably the the second uh, release or preview that sparked sparked my interest was that they officially uh, said that Epic is coming. They didn't like show anything for it or anything like that, but they just kind of said like Epic is coming. Mm. The I think that's interesting because what I think is going to happen with this, Steve, is I think they're going to finally fold in Aeronautica and um, Titanicus into one game so that they can release everything for that game and not have to worry about supporting Aeronautica or supporting Titanicus. They're going to have everything into one game, which is it. how it's going to go. I can um, see it. I, some people were online were like, will I be able to use my Titanicus stuff for it? I'm like, yeah, you will. That's the reason why they're doing this. It's like, <laughs> like, like what do you think, you moron? 
but who knows? They could they could like literally be like we're going back to the eight millimeter scale for uh for epic, and then so all of your you know all of the models that you have are useless at this point. <laughs> I could see them doing that, but I probably not. The no. they'll they'll probably end up increasing the size to twelve millimeter because people like painting twelve millimeter. It's it's good to paint. Uh, it's easier to paint than eight millimeter. That was always my problem with 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 Epic was in order to make Epic look good, it was just such a crampy pain in the ass mm. paint job. And then people are like, "Oh, it wasn't for me." And it's like, "Yeah, your models suck. That's the reason why it wasn't for you." <laughs> that's always that's always my response. I was like, "No, I always found it easy to paint." I was like, "Yeah, when you want to paint like shit, it's always going to be easy to paint." Um, but yeah, so they're they're going to be releasing that probably announced. I don't know when they'll announce it. Probably Christmas. Or before Christmas for a Christmas release, right? That would yeah, be, that makes sense. That, that makes sense be, timing wise. It'll either be Old World or Epic for Christmas release, and more than likely, it's going to be Old World and uh, Epic, uh, yeah. because Old World they're going to drip feed and gonna, probably going to release it next year. I don't know though because they're getting close to a new Age of Sigmar edition, but we'll talk about that later. Because mm. uh, they, you know, they're getting towards the end of the lifespan of Age of Sigmar. They're getting oh. uh for the new edition. They are. They're getting towards the end of the, the end of the lifespan. It's going to be by next year. They're going to be out of army books to release for the new edition, and they're going to be looking at what's going to be happening next. And wow. oh shit, yeah. I told you they go so fast with those editions on those main games. I'm not even. It's not even worth keeping up. Wow, time time is time is flying. Time is fleeting. So they also showed two things that I really liked. Um, the new Space Marine uh heroes box set. Did you see those? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very cool. I I really I did, but did you see the box that they're releasing them in? Oh no, I didn't. The box is like the best part. I was like, oh, that is such a cool design for it. Um, you know they those blind boxes that they sell, but mm -hmm. I just really like the new design of the blind box. I'm like, I have been taken in by packaging. <laughs> it's got Japanese on it, Steve. Ooh, there you go. And the new uh, Kill Team box set that they're releasing is super cool looking. Like all of the figures in there I am in love with. It is, they all look like figures from Inquisitor. I don't know. Oh, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They all look like figures that you'd get in the old 54 millimeter Inquisitor box set. And I love it. Absolutely. They even have the guy. With the 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 guardsman with like the weird head and the glaive thing, I was this, I was so in love with the fact that they included a figure that looks like that in there. Uh, it's Ashes of Faith is what it's called, and even the uh, the chaos stuff looks okay. I'm not I'm not huge on that on that style of chaos stuff, but I could mm -hmm. see people who really like it. But man, that Inquisitor retinue, I am all about one hundred percent. So I, I I may <clears throat> I may pick that up just for the retinue. Maybe. Just, is that cool? I don't I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they release so many of those goddamn box sets. They do. I swear. They do. All right. Um. So do we have anything else that we haven't covered? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Because I can always talk about more Star Trek stuff. This morning I woke up and uh, before my my family did, and I was having my coffee, watching some uh, YouTube on the TV, and I was watching a Star Trek thing about Enterprise. Mm -hmm. 
Star Trek Enterprise. And uh, my wife came in and, I was, and she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, this thing about Enterprise. I go, you know, there's a uh, uh, the there was this is the first Star Trek to like feature a dog. And it was a beagle because I, I myself own a beagle. And as soon as I said that, they showed Porthos. And I was very excited <laughs> about that. That's awesome. Which also is funny because I had a orange tabby cat, too. Um, he recently passed. But, you know, the show, you got Spock, uh, Spot as well. So uh, that's great. Yes. <laughs> I had both Star Trek animals that have been prominently featured. I don't think there have been other prominently featured Star Trek animals. Am I correct? Uh, uh, there, there, I mean, I guess, like, there's been, like, like, memorable ones but i wouldn't say featured yeah i mean like spot and and porthos were like featured animal performers yeah. correct yeah yeah for sure you know even though spot was kind of like forgot about every once in a while like was spot on the enterprise d when it crash landed on that planet <laughs> did, did they did they kill spot <laughs> or was spot dead by then i don't know what the hell's going on or did they stop allowing animals in after the dominion war what's going on i don't know it's a good question yeah. Also, I did uh, find out a bit of trivia about the uh, the Enterprise. Do you know what NCC stands for? Uh, North Carolina construction. No, oh, no, no, okay. no, no. It's it's it stands for like naval something contract in the sea. Like, let me let me. I I was looking. I was listening to it this morning. Um, but it was it was like naval. Craftos, something like that. Uh, it, it, here, here we go. I, I, I'm pulling it up right. Navy Curtis Craft, because I guess Curtis was a company in the future that helps design the Star Trek ships. Huh. Okay. And I had no idea about any of that. Yeah. Same. I had no clue. Yes. And uh, and NX for for the Enterprise stood for uh, Naval Experiment. Mm. Yes. Some people were saying it was Naval Construction Code. It is not. It's Naval Curtis Craft. There you go. Well, and that's and the reason why Gene wanted it to be NCC as opposed to USS is because there was no like a uh, uh, there, there was no United there, States. There was no United States. There was it, so he wanted, but NC was usually meant for uh, non commissioned. Ah, okay. So it was like a non actual military craft. They didn't want them to be military crafts. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, here's a, here's another question for you. How many ships do you think there are in Starfleet? Let's say in the Picard era. Mm, like capital ships, like the Enterprise level? Yeah. Let's just say, let's say like Starfleet capital class ships. Uh, I like how you say capital ships. Like we're playing fucking <laughs> gothic. Yeah. <laughs> um. <sighs> I don't no know. No idea, 100, right? 150. 150. Okay. No, no, no. There's there are 10,000 ships in Starfleet. Right? Okay. This kind of bothered me a little bit because you think about it, it's like we're the future, right? 300 years in the future. This is every uh, you know, Starfleet is this massive organization. 10,000 ships is a lot of ships, but you figure there's only like maybe a hundred to two hundred people on each of those ships. You know, that's that's a... Uh, Maybe about a million people in Starfleet. That does not seem a lot to monitor the galaxy, as they know it, like the Alpha and Beta quadrants. I thought that. I thought the. I thought the the bigger ships had like a fuck ton of people on them. No, I think the Enterprise only had like four hundred max, and the Enterprise was like one of the bigger ships. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was way I thought it was way bigger. No, it's it's always a scale of numbers. Like, I, if I'm gonna write a sci-fi book at some point in my life, I want to make sure I get the numbers correct. Because, you know, like let's say there's a million people in Starfleet. How many people are in the Federation? There's got to be like trillions at this point, right? Oh, there's got to be a ludicrous amount of people in the Federation. Yeah, and and we only have a million people in Starfleet. That's an incredibly small number. But I guess that makes sense because only the best of the best are supposed to go to Starfleet. That is true. But they did take Wesley Crusher. Uh well you know he had that special ability called uh product of a writer strike so <laughs> which is going on right now should we be recording well none of our material is actually planned and or written so I yeah, guess it's not yeah. technically writing yeah we're ad we're ad libbed so <laughs> we're it's not even ad libbed we're just kind of talking out of our ass yeah or ass libbed ass libbed I like that quite a bit yeah because you know those libs are ass ha <laughs> <laughs> ha take that. Anyway, I'm going to be interviewing for Tucker Carlson's position later on today. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> you know what? But, you know, you're only talking about Starfleet members on ships because there's an absolute metric fuckload of Starfleet, like, buildings. Like, there's the Starfleet, like, research facilities, the schools, the blah, blah, blah. There's a, there's a, there's a shit ton yeah, of, like... You're right. An, and, and, like, star bases and... Yeah, star bases. Yeah, there's a fuck ton of, like, logistical people in Starfleet as well. Yeah. We so actually, so, nerds. Yeah. So actually, one million, like, I mean, basically, like, that being the percentage of, like, quote unquote, active troops, I guess I would say, is actually probably pretty accurate. Starship personnel. Starship personnel. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cause it, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I, I did forget about star bases because those star bases are ginormous. Yeah. So they probably huge. have several thousand people on board. Mm -hmm. Would you want to be on a ship or a star base? Oh, star base for sure. You'd be a star base guy? I'd, I'd absolutely be a star base guy. Yeah, you'd yeah, be on deep. You would you be on deep space nine drinking your Racagino? Dude, that would fuck yeah. I would be hanging out. I'd be hanging out at Quarks playing some fucking Dabo. Oh, you can't play the Dabo. I don't think Starfleet officers are allowed to play Dabo. Uh, no, Jadzia plays Dabo several times. Oh, does she? Yeah, she okay. does. Because so, you you can do it with your own. If you have your own Latinum, you can do whatever you know. You can do what you want with it. So okay. Because I would think that uh, Starfleet would not allow their personnel to play Dabo. I, I seem like that would be a bad idea. Like that, you could get in a lot of, you could get into hock with uh, some people and get in trouble. It's kind of like, um, like if you're in the CIA, they don't want you gambling. Well, you know, it might be one of those things where they're just like, you know, you can do it at your own risk, kind of thing. I guess I just, I, I just see that like many things would be coming. In. You never want to get into a Ferengi's pocket. That's that's true. So 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 never bet more than you got. Yeah, but I mean, you know, gamblers are—it's an addiction. You know, you're going to have a problem with that. I—I I have issues. I'm going to go talk with um, Rick Bake, uh, Rick Rick Berman, Rick Berman. <laughs> talk about crawling have, into a giant vagina. I have—I have questions for Rick Berman and his giant test fetish and his giant. Yes, absolutely, his giant test fetish. Yeah. Oh, poor Tess. No, 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 not giant Tess. Oh, giant, oh, giant Tess. Giants. Oh, I, I, I thought you were talking about Tess from Voyager. No, <laughs> no. Although, did she ever get? Did was there ever an episode where she was gigantic? Because if so, that's Rick Berman. No, I, I don't. Well, not that I remember because I block out most of Voyager because I think it's terrible. <laughs> I love Voyager. I know you love Voyager, uh, dude. I'm telling you, it's fucking. It's the fast food of the franchise. Uh, yeah, and you know it's what? Not I don't good for you, but it tastes great. Why would I want to have fast food when I can have prime rib, aka <laughs> Deep Space Nine? I, like you're in that planet where they go with all the Irish people. <laughs> you know what? Thinking back on it, they should have made um, uh, uh, O'Brien 
from those that crazy Irish people that just wanted to have sex. Like he should have been from that planet. <laughs> that would be awesome. It'd just be like, hey, I'm Miles O'Brien. I was uh, dancing. Not at all, at all. Um, yes. Uh, I don't think we have any Irish listeners, so I think we're okay. Uh, well, if we do, George the Blargan. Yes. <laughs> his, his name is is Patty, you know, Patty McDrinks a lot. And uh, he, he was he was written for Star Trek in the in the writer's strike. <laughs> All right. Uh, you go to the game classy Facebook page. It's the best way you can get in contact with us um, there. You can find the link for our uh, Discord channel, which is actually the best place where we actually, you know, interact with our fans. And then Steve has to explain why he has such bad taste in music. And we really don't have to explain that because he's Steve and he's a gamer. So my automatically music, bad taste in music. My music taste is an impeccable. Impeccable. <laughs> I like synthwave and anime intros. I mean, I do like those things, but I don't <laughs> exclusively like those things. See, you, 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 you missed that. You, you have to say I only like, I, oh, okay. I, and I am not an I only like. Yes, um, I just like everything except rap and country. That's the other uh, thing I absolutely hate hearing. There's, there's so much, but there's, I don't know. It's so, it's so stupid. Like, there's so much good rap out there. Like, you might not like insert. Like, I mean, I can understand saying you don't like country now because you don't like fucking pop. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about liking the genre. No, 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 it. Steve. I don't like rap and country is a dog whistle. Oh, uh, yeah. That means I don't like black people and I don't like rednecks. It's a, it's a very elitist kind of racist thing to say. I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, then you could uh you could, the best way you can help out the podcast is like subscribe on the iTunes and you could also like subscribe like comment and subscribe on the YouTubes where I post uh for some reason, which I don't really understand. But people sometimes every once in a while go there and they listen to the podcast on the YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else? Oh yeah. If you want to get in contact with me outside of that, you could follow me on the Instagram where I'm game classy Joe. Steve is still banned from all major platforms for threatening <laughs> political figures. Um, so Steve until next cast. Uh, I don't know. All I could, all I could, I was trying to think of something clever, but for some reason, I just, my brain just keeps spiraling this drain and I keep coming back to the fucking Billy and the Clonosaurus bit from Simpsons. Billy and the Clonosaurus. This is the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> it's already been done. I want to, I want to leave you guys with this. And I heard this on another podcast somewhere is that um, Star Trek Picard actually was a Riker fantasy because the two women who most, he most had the most issues with throughout his run were killed. In, the, in that show, uh, Elizabeth Shelby and Ro Laren, both killed, <laughs> both hated Riker. So there you go. That's great. Riker must have been very happy. Bye. All right. Bye. Game Classy. <laughs> <laughs>